thank you everybody for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by CBDTechnologies.us. Also, CBDXLean on Instagram. Now, this is a company that provides high-quality, lab-tested CBD to the world. They provide this shit to the world. I don't know if they ship, you know, to the world, but they do ship to all 50 states. And you could go to cbdtechnologies.us and use the code NHP to save yourself 10%. Now, if you have never taken CBD, there's a whole plethora of benefits that you get from this shit. If you have taken CBD, then you know what I'm talking about. Um, I was reading this thing that they posted on their Instagram about cell proliferation. And it's talking about how cancer cells survive by dividing up <clears throat> to make new cells through EGF stimulation and migrating through the body. So one cell becomes two, becomes four, cancer spreads. All right, we all know cancer spreads. Well, CBD can actually inhibit tumor and cancer cell growth. It can also help with nausea, pain, inflammation, all the side effects of chemotherapy and all of the medicine and the, the nasty shit that you get when you have your cancer growth. And it also is responsible for something called apoptosis, which is cell suicide, which I'm not really sure if cancer cells have enough, you know, conscience to actually commit suicide, to think about it, want to do it, go through with it, actually pull it off and not back out, you know, Cells have a lot to live for. It's at a we're at we're at a micro level here, so this is that the cell has a, a whole body to run around and play in. This is like a much like a mansion to a to a human, like like a cell to a body would be like a human in uh in fucking Hearst Castle, just living there by yourself. So. Cells got a lot to live for, man, is my point. And I'm not sure if they have the brain capacity to even contemplate suicide, but CBD gives them that capacity. You know how when people smoke weed and it makes you question your existence and you're like, man, what am I doing here with my life? Well, CBD does the same thing to cancer cells, apparently. And CBD technologies have found this out. They weaponized it and they're using it against the cancer cells. So if you or anyone that you know can benefit from CBD in a, you know, a strong medical way like that, then let them know about cbdtechnologies.us, use the code NHP, save 10% off, and if not, CBD is just great to take by itself. There's thousands of fucking medical benefits for just regular people to take CBD. I love it. I've been taking it myself for a while, and uh, it definitely has a completely different effect from THC. It's non-psychoactive, so it doesn't get you high. It doesn't show up on a drug test. You're not loopy and you can't drive your car or take care of your kids or whatever. CBD is kind of like an anti-anxiety for a lot of people, for me. And a whole shitload of other benefits. You can find them online. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not going to tell you what CBD is good for. But I will tell you that it makes cancer cells suicidal in nature. So go to cbdtechnologies.us. Use the code NHP. Save 10%. All right. Today's episode, the return of William Waffles. He's back. He got a new job. We recorded this on Labor Day, so he was off. Himself. Myself. Ty's self. Let's do it. 
I don't drink soda. <laughs> Did you look it up? It don't even fucking look like it. It doesn't look like it at all. <laughs> this happened a while ago, whenever Spider-Man Homecoming came out. How long was that? Like a year ago uh, at least? Yeah, it was at least a year yeah, ago. Yeah, we're looking at like nine months ago or so. Yeah, and Hannibal was on the East Coast, and he was filming a movie. And he couldn't make it to the premiere. So he posted this thing on Twitter and he was like, I need an actor in LA that, that looks like me and has solid comedic timing. And that's, that's who we got. This guy showed up June 29, 2017. Yeah. Showed up and fucking pretended to be Hannibal Burris and got like interviewed by reporters and everything. Like reporters that couldn't even say like the Hannibal Burris, like, he like, did, here, I'll play what, the video. <laughs> or did he just play like some normal dude? <laughs> he played a total normal dude. He doesn't even seem like a comedian. Like he's <sighs> he's an actor and he's also like an author. He wrote a book, like some some graphic novel or some shit. Or not a graphic novel, a uh, like a like a book for old ladies, like a sexy book. What am I thinking? Oh, yeah, sexy books. A graphic novel is like a comic book. <laughs> yeah, correct. A graphic novel. It- is usually a compendiation of a lot of comic books or or its own original <laughs> production. Can he knows nothing. This? The beautiful thing is, like the guy, like like uh, if you like listen to like the behind the scenes of this or whatever, they like told the impersonator like nothing about anything. So like he doesn't really have much to go <laughs> yeah. off of either. He's like, I didn't know anything until I got there. Like, but I'm here with Hannibal Paris. So tell me, what Hannibal Barris. <laughs> huge universe like this you know it was a great opportunity uh, i had a lot of fun <laughs> spider-man's huge you know we grow up watching spider-man so to play coach wilson working with the cast this is a great time I-, I had a blast and you know i wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world <laughs> she's like oh okay all right <laughs> just totally eating it up he's a fucking genius hannibal verse is so funny <laughs> it's, it's pretty cold it's like like he's I I wouldn't put him as in like my group of my top like like stand up comedians, just being honest. Like I like his comedy but it doesn't really like jump out to me uh, that much. I wouldn't pay to go see him solely. No, but shit like that and just his timing. Like his timing on the Eric Andre show is perfect. Yeah. It couldn't be any better. See he is in my probably if not my top five, like my top ten, like active com- stand-up comedians for sure. He's in my top ten for sure. Yeah, and I definitely respect him for the whole Cosby thing. Yeah, but sure. you know, it's if I were to pick a stand-up special to rewatch something that I've seen a bunch of times, it most likely wouldn't be one of his. Right. But that's not taking away anything from him. I mean, that just because I it's not my go-to doesn't mean it's not good. Sure. Right. But uh, yeah, he's a fucking beast. I love him for that. Oh, I got a nasty, nasty echo. You do? Yeah. Um, let me see. Try it again. Hello. Oh, yeah. It's good or it's bad? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. Here, hold on. There we go. I fixed it. I fixed it because I'm a genius. Is that it? Dude, I've blown uh. my mind multiple times here in this new studio uh where like we've been we've been in here like late night making a song or something and someone's like i want to put some guitar on that can i do that and i'm like maybe 
and I and I figure out where to put the guitar into somehow in that board and how to f- get it into Pro Tools. I did the same thing with the turntables, and it's like I don't understand. I'm not an audio engineer whatsoever. Well, I guess I kind of am, but not a professional. And I'm somehow figuring it out, and I impress myself when I do it. And I wanted to brag about that right now. Word two two <laughs> two two. <laughs> I don't mean to toot my own horn, but you know. So, Bill. See. First of all, it's great to see you. It's good to see you too. It's been a while. Uh, it has. I don't have. I started ex- my new job, so it kind of messes with my schedule a bit. Yeah, you started your new job. You couldn't be here last week. I don't have an Xbox, so we couldn't play PUBG recently. <sighs> and I just want to say out there in front of the people, I miss you. You're my best friend. Aw, mm-hmm. I miss you too. It's been really. I, I've tried to play PUBG over the last couple of weeks, and let me tell you, playing with randos sucks balls. <gasps> Dude, that and, and, that video that you posted got me geeked. Which one? The one of. Oh. The, the new 1.0 drop the, coming the out tomorrow or PUBG today? promo video? No. It's fucking... Whew, where did you post that? On Facebook? Yeah. It is... It gets you super geeked. Mm-hmm. So they gave us a crate with like some special items. So, I mean, that's cool. But it's like... It sucks going into war without your partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, that's what I could never really... I can never get super into it by myself. I can only play like two or three rounds and then I'm over it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm I mean, playing you get like one else. close round and then you try again and you fail and you're like, man, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Bill constantly shares things. So we're going to Oh, like to, a madman. So we're going to have to go through. Here, I'll put this out there to the entire world so everybody clearly understands what my Facebook page is. It is not for anybody. <laughs> It is for me. I see something cool. I share it so I can go back and watch it later. Yeah. Yep. So later when you're pooping or when you're at home, you can go through your feed. You know, you can just save the the videos without like other people seeing them, right? No, no. Like I said, my Facebook isn't for other people's entertainment. It's for my entertainment. Yeah, that's a fair point. So that's why I share a stupid amount of things because I don't have the time to read the article most likely, but I want to read it. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to share the screen, so you're going to have a little echo again. That's I'm fine. I understand how the process works now. All right, <laughs> check this out, Ty. Uh, enlarge this bad boy. Now play it without skipping around. You got this. You totally got this. <laughs> You got this new internet. I mean, it's buffered. I see the... We clearly see the buffer. It's buffered. What is this? We're going all the way full screen now? Yeah. I mean, maybe this is... I mean, it is a thing for PUBG, right? Like, doesn't that game have a lot of problems? <laughs> like, even when you have a good internet connection, there's still a bunch of problems. See, people yeah. say that, but I don't run into many, many problems. And I'm running an old Xbox, and I don't have the best internet, so... <laughs> that was actually maybe they just suck at the point. game. Here, maybe we'll just try refreshing this page. Refresh, bitch. Oh, that's weird. Is it going to... Come on. Oh, there All it is. Right. Okay. Ah. Here we go. 
Yeah. Oh, Jay, I know that house. <laughs> yeah, you know right where it is, too. Damn, the gameplay looks so smooth. Mm-hmm. And it, it shows, like, the little hints of it. You know what? I mean... There's Chinook. Are there even cutscenes in this game, though? Isn't it, I mean, mostly like a Battle royal type game without any campaign yeah, mode? There is no cutscene. Yeah, this is all just kind of like, kind of promo cool stuff, but then every once in a while it'll sneak in gameplay. Like, that's gameplay right there. Right. That's gameplay. So, like... Riot Shield. Uh, that's right, dude. Damn, that was gameplay. That was nuts. Those are all gameplay shots. Uh huh. I want to yes. thank this game this for like ruining a whole bunch of other games because like now all these new games that are coming out, like they like hastily forced a uh, uh, battle royal mode into these games and are like basing their whole release around the battle royal mode because it's trendy and it's like they're like not even putting that much work into their campaign well, modes, well, which is what I care about. It's not. It's not trendy. What it is is it is trendy. Since, How could you since, say it's not trendy? Had, just, just hold on. Since we've had uh, fucking Goldeneye 007. People have not only wanted to battle against more friends, they've wanted to battle against the largest amount they possibly could. That's true. And it and it's only been within the last like nine months, especially with consoles. It it's been a little longer with like PC. But with console, we've only had about nine months to a year of actually being ha- being able to have the capacity of a video game that can hold the content of a hundred players at a time. Sure, I, I get that. Yeah. But it is trendy. It is trendy, but it, 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 it is now the only time we've been able to do it. For sure. So the fad will run out soon. I'm sure it will. It just doesn't, you know, appeal to my personal tastes, and for that reason, like, I want to see it, like, die out. <laughs> yeah. See, but for me, PUBG's the game that got me back into games. Because I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't sit down and play a game for more than a couple hours and then pick it up the next day. Like I used to, I used to, you know, beat campaign modes and I would be invested in a game for months and Mm -hmm. I I stopped doing it for years. Like I just didn't play video games. I tried, but I couldn't get into it. And then that was the one that actually got me playing for like multiple hours. And then it opened the door for like Far Cry 5 and like these other games. We we, we sat, we've been playing PUBG for almost nine, 10 months at this point. Uh And, uh. I mean, it's it. We've invested a lot of time into that game. Yeah, like and I, for I zero achievements. Playing a video game for a couple of years to putting like eight, eight, six to eight hours a day yeah. into a video game. And all I got out of it was six striped T-shirts. I can claim that that I played Fortnite before it was even like a like a thing. Like you did, I remember because like I I, I regularly just happen to check the free game section of the PlayStation Network and anything new that looks even the slightest bit appealing, I'll download just and try it's it. Free, yeah, why yeah. not? 
So yeah, like I, I I tried it and I didn't see the appeal. You know, like I deleted it quickly, played it probably once or twice, and then like <coughs> shortly thereafter, like all of a sudden, I remember you started playing PUBG and like I didn't even realize that it was the same thing. And then shortly thereafter, yeah, it just exploded, and then I, I realized, oh okay, this is like yeah, that game I tried several months ago. Yep, you're always ahead of the curve, Ty. Way ahead of the, I'm, a, I'm a trendsetter as well. You are. What, yep. mm-hmm. I remember you came on the show, so you talked about how you were playing this new game, Fortnite, and nobody even knew what it was yet. I think you might have mentioned it before it was huge. And the mixture of you being such a trendsetter and, and my podcast having such a huge influence, right. <laughs> it yeah. just blew up. Now Fortnite is the thing. So, I mean, maybe it's our fault that Fortnite and PUBG are in this battle. Yep, it's, I mean, right. casualties of us being influencers, I suppose. Yeah, but, you know, it's the price we pay. But, uh, it's the fourth, right? Today is the third. Well, no, today's the fourth. Yes. No, today's the third. <laughs> no, today's the fourth, when this comes out. <laughs> oh, yep. Bill's right. <laughs> Bill's talking podcast time. I'm talking real time for some reason with Bill Maher. You mean there's a difference? Yeah. Well, we're recording this on a not the day that it comes out. We are? Yeah. Oh, shit. It comes out tomorrow. What a look behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. This is a little... Right. Uh, fascinating. This, a this peek behind talk. the veil. But it is September 4th, and we are balls... We're four fingers deep into the season. Mm. The Halloween mm. season. Four fingers deep. Mm-hmm. We were talking before we started about... a. About costumes, family-themed costumes, and Ty, you're still working out Max's costume. Yep, trying to figure it out. Uh, I I like the Yoda costume, the Yoda in the backpack. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Solid, but uh, you you could do a chest burster. Yeah. Put him on the chest harness and then like paint his little face like a little alien. And then like kind of do the shirt closed around him. Yeah. A little, little bloody little blood shirt. Yeah, see? <coughs> I'm thinking about <coughs> dressing up in like a prof style 70s outfit. Like, like the button up shirt. Like loud button up shirt with the big collar. Gold chains. Some like white high water pants, some like leather loafers, Armani belt, those like cool big sunglasses that like uh, that like Hunter S. Thompson would wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just fucking be uh, you know, cocaine. I'll just be cocaine for Halloween. <laughs> I'll be cocaine as a person. If cocaine had a body. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you're gonna be yet? No. No. I think I'm gonna be Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. I think Chanel's gonna do um, Domino, and I'm gonna do Deadpool. Ty, have you seen Deadpool? The second one? Either one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are they good? Yeah. They're not without the fir- their charm, but they're not great. The first one's a little better than the second one. Yeah. You get to see a sweet ass Juggernaut in the second one. Yeah, Juggernaut's pretty cool. Oh. Mm. I mean, it's they're worth watching. I mean, if you don't hate superhero movies, because like he, yeah. de- he definitely rips on every other superhero. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like I, even himself as Green Lantern. It's heavy on the Ryan Reynolds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, know, from what I understand, it, it's pretty much just watching Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, like Ryan, he, he hates Wolverine. 
I mean, Ryan Reynolds, like, I don't know if you've ever seen his social media, but that's, like, really how, like, he is and the shit he says and, like, yeah. just the, the, you know, I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds humor for sure. <laughs> They're like, just be you, Like, Ryan. remember that movie Waiting? Yeah. It's, it's Ryan, it's basically the Ryan Reynolds from that movie. That's just who he is. Yeah. Well, did, did you guys ever see the movie Voices? Yeah, I saw Voices. Or Van Wilder. I mean, it's it goes all the way back to Van Wilder. He's still yeah. just that character. I, yeah. I like to think Voices is like a, a precursor to the Deadpool movies. Did you see Voices, Ty? No. Voices no, is not. pretty good. Is that a Ryan yeah. Reynolds yeah. movie? It's him, and it's like uh, like his dog's talking to him. and fucking. Oh, dog, yeah, maybe I saw that. Cat. Maybe his I did see like that. His cat's like a demon, yeah, yeah. and his dog's like dumb happy, and he kills people. Oh, yeah, and it's kinda, and yeah it's I knew there was something dark going on. Yeah. 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 That was pretty good. It's super super out there movie, but. I look at it as a precursor, so it's like the the Deadpool trick trequel. Yeah. Well, because uh, you know, I was always I was always against Deadpool. Like I was excited when it came out, when I saw the promo for it, and then I ended up watching a uh, like like a like a ripped cam version on Facebook. Someone posted it, and I didn't watch it. But what I did was, it was like new Deadpool movie. And I kind of like skipped through it to see, you know, the quality and if it was the whole movie. And it was just bad quality. Someone recording it on their phone. But I had, I had stumbled across this part in the movie where it was like, I forget what joke it was, but it was a bad joke. And it was just like a really stupid, like, like just not funny, not like just a bad joke, just a dumb joke. And everybody in the theater laughed like a bunch of retards. And well, you, you, you were probably listening to it out of context. Well, That's yeah, the problem. of course. And then I, and then I moved to another part of the movie and it was like the same kind of thing. And then I moved to a third part of the movie and it's the same thing. And everybody in the theater was eating it up. And I was like, this is a movie for retards. I'm never going to watch this movie. And that's what I did. I was like, I don't like the humor. And then now all these people are like, Deadpool's funny. The second one was good. There's a lot of like really good, like smart, humor in there like shit that you're like not smart but like edgy humor like uh like it's, like black will for example someone told me like the black will story it's very very comic book accurate with the way that the movie is portrayed okay it does have and that is very much so for deadpool it has shitty jokes in it it jokes about itself in shitty ways you know, it's the joy and, and 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 fun of Deadpool for the most part is the fact that he is aware that somebody is reading a comic book about him. And it's very self-deprecating in a way. Yes. Not intentionally. So that's, that's just how it is. That's how the character plays out. He <coughs> plays – Ryan Reynolds surprisingly plays Deadpool fairly well. And what's funny is for his own insecure reasons in certain – things he's been doing interviews as deadpool he is still focusing that character through a lot of the things he does for his own insecure reasons to help him deal with shit yeah so that's been trippy to see him do interviews for stuff that does not involve deadpool he still speaks in that exact tone and cadence that deadpool speaks so it's kind of a trip how he's almost molding into the character for his own relief of stress and anxiety. Yeah. But then again, the character's kind of him. So 
It's like a it's like a halfway point between Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Well, is where he lives now. <laughs> I I don't know. But the point is, is that I've been thinking about watching it. I've been thinking about giving Deadpool a shot. What do you guys do? You guys think I should watch the first one? Yeah, I think you. I mean, it's like I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Like, you know, it's not like the most highbrow humor, but it's also like not. There's a lot of dick and fart jokes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. see that that was one of the one was like he was hiding behind something and then he like took off his underwear and used it as like a surrender flag and then everybody was like, <laughs> like you're gonna, you're gonna laugh at a lot of it and then there's also gonna be like a lot of stuff where you're you're just kind of like you're it's, to look around it, there's and you're a like, lot of oh, groaners yeah. yeah groaners where it's just so bad it's like cringy yeah, yeah you're 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 just like oh man no nah. like really but, you couldn't have fucking gone anywhere else besides <laughs> that horrible joke. I don't, but you know that's kind of the point of Deadpool. He's always made those shitty jokes. So, yeah, yeah they're enjoyable movies. I'd I'd give them a go. All right, I think I'm gonna do it. Oh, so much shooting. So like like literally, I would say a third of the you know realistically a third of the at least in the first one. I didn't watch the entire second one. <laughs> a third of the. You know, ninety-minute running time is just shooting, just bang, 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 shooting, bang, boom, shooting. boom, boom, gunfights, just mean, slow so motion like, and it, flips and yeah, stuff. There, I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine the amount of like bullets that are are fired in the movie. I'm sure we could find out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think that'd be a hard thing to figure out. Deadpool gunshot count. <laughs> movie. Type in movie. <laughs> type in movie <laughs> <laughs> keep that safe type in movie um it's a fucking thousand videos of him counting bullets the counting bullets scene is no. what it's giving me no that's that's when he's fighting the dudes on the bridge and he only has a certain amount of bullets and has to take out so many dudes um, okay, fuck this. I'm not going to find it. It's going to take forever. To, I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Somebody find how many shots are fired in Deadpool 1 and let us know. <laughs> Boom. Um. So I talked about this a little bit last week in the beginning in the ads, but Bill, have you seen The Most Unknown on Netflix? No. Ty. What? Have you seen The Most Unknown on Netflix? What is it? Did I tell you about it, maybe? I think we might have talked about it. It's like a documentary by uh, by Werner Herzog. <laughs> well, he's like... He didn't make it, but he's like a, like a producer or something. And are you trying to find out how many shots were fired in Deadpool, Bill? Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's not giving me anything. See, I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's too deep to do on a podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's this documentary and it follows there's nine scientists and they're all from different uh different walks of life in the science community. Which reminds me, this is the science segment, so we need to play the science theme song before we do that. Okay. Alright. Yeah, I need to hit this as well. Let me cue up the science theme song. I think this is the version with Ty. Remember when we did the, the science theme song? 
like like a couple months ago and you you were in it and it was like our, our theme song the for the science, science thing. Bill, 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 Everybody gonna get the science, get the science, gonna get the skills. Everybody gonna get the science, get the science, gonna get the skills, gonna learn stats. All right, there it is, the science theme song. Science! Make sure that the experiments are done right. Science! Boom. Is that the end? I can never. I experiments never... in the middle of the night. Science! Do you remember your first chemistry set? Everything was plastic and it broke right away, but you would look at dirt underneath your microscope. Science. The science segment. Boom. Superpowers, America and England. <laughs> A callback nobody will recall. I fucking loved it. <laughs> and there it is. Science. The science theme song. That was a that was longer than I remember it being. But you know, science. Uh, sometimes you gotta crunch those numbers. It takes a minute. But um, Bill, how's your internet speed been? Great, great. Should you should you like test it and make sure that you're getting the same speed on you know the porn sites as you are as you are everything else and making sure that you know there's there's no there's no shenanigans afoot with your internet speeds I think, service. I think Ty's segueing hard, a hard right out of the science segment into the next <laughs> <It's> segment. <laughs> he was like, science theme song's over? All right. We're moving on to the next thing. <laughs> Which is, that's actually a good point. Have you checked your internet speed lately, Bill? My internet speed is fine. Is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes because... Did you know that California passed a new net neutrality bill? Did you hear about that? No. California passed the nation's strongest, strongest, strongest net neutrality bill. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping uh, internet service providers from fucking with anything. Oh, there you go. So we uh, we get net neutrality, and you don't, because you live in that, Oregon. That's fine. So. I don't know what's I don't know what the future holds for you and your internet and your access to information, but we're gonna be safe. Well here, let me put it to you like this. You know, I'm not the one who was questioning my internet about twenty minutes ago when we started the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> we established yeah. that it was it was due to to Pub- Net neutrality things that are going PUBG's on. PUBG's shoddy surface. Yeah, it that definitely was PUBG's fault. I don't think it was, guys. <laughs> I think I think it might have been. So, anyways, anyways, mm-hmm. let me ask you guys a question. Okay. Have you checked your internet speed and service? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't have to check it because I know the the greedy corporations aren't going to mess with it. <laughs> Nobody's meddling in it, so no need to check it. Man, it definitely sounds like California's meddling in it, though. So, just saying. My state legislatures protect my interests. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah. Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown has my back, man. Ty. That he does. Ty, if nothing, trusts the government. No. You know, I, I don't have a problem with Jerry Brown, but the next guy that's going to be um, uh, governor here, Gavin Newsom, he just seems like the sleaziest fucking most piece of shit politician. I guarantee you, like, in, like, you know, three years or however long into his term, people are going to be regretting making that guy the, the governor. But he's for sure going to win because he's the Democrat in California. Yeah, his name sounds like it. I want to say he just, heard, I mean, he's scum. I've heard something. I don't, I don't care for him. Gary Newsom. Is that what it is? Gavin. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Newsom. That's a gruesome Newsome is what they'll call him because we'll find out that he's guilty of a bunch of war crimes. <laughs> his his ex-wife immediately after like leaving him jumped dick to um Donald Trump Jr. is who she's with now. Oh damn. And then that's the chick that Donald Trump Jr. like was cheating on his wife with. So I mean, if if that was the type of chick that would marry Gavin Newsom and you know just immediately go to, you know, that, that just kind of shows you the the there's like a Venn diagram there with some overlap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, there's there's Gavin Newsom, and then there's Donald Trump Jr., and then they overlap, and that's where she falls in. And it's in the overlap. And it looks like a vagina, kind of like the overlap of a Venn She's diagram. She's in that overlap, yeah. Yeah. So that's where they overlap is her vagina. Exactly. I like it. What are we talking about? Gavin Newsom and his ex-wife? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> topic of today. <laughs> topic of the day. Uh, but net neutrality is thankfully a thing again in California. Yeah, and hopefully that'll uh, that'll that'll it'll inspire something. other states, you know, other lesser states to to you know follow suit and because it's still install their own net neutrality policies yeah probably still, not as strong as california's obviously no but you know to a lesser degree their own well their i mean policies what, what if they what if they just do our exact policy but instead of you know internet service providers can't change anything for a hundred years they're like what was the last what was the last bid bob a hundred years 101 years and they just they they then effectively making it the nation's strongest net neutrality law. If they just go if they the price is right us and just go a little bit over. But, Everybody knows, you know, who the originator of the law was. <laughs> California. Yeah, it's so that's kinda like like vanilla ice doing the like boom 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 doom doom ding and adding the ding on the end. And he's like, so, it's so California came up with the idea for net neutrality? No, it came up for the idea for the for the most strict net neutrality law in the nation's history. That's not an idea. That's just a law. It's a it's a law. Yeah, exactly. Where where's your net neutrality law, Bill? Where's I don't Oregon? have one, and I'm fine yeah. with that. My internet runs great for now. For now. Yeah, exactly. This is all brand yeah. new. Still. Have you not looked at like the timeline for when the internet companies plan to like start like rolling out like little like things to fuck with you? Yeah, they got like a ten year plan. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like 2020 before you even notice like either the slightest well, good. thing. By 2020, I won't even <coughs> really be around that much internet. So suck a dick. <laughs> you're gonna be in Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I if your it. plan is to move to Alaska. Then I guess you have us. You have us all, all foiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foil with so, my hat, my foil hat. 
Um, I wonder how I wonder how Alaska's net neutrality policies are. I happen to know for a fact that internet service in Alaska is shoddy at best in most areas. If you can even get it at all, I would assume that, but I don't know that as a That's fact. That's why they still have blockbuster videos up there. Oh yeah, okay, but I they, do know that as a fact. Until then. recently, I saw that. Yeah, they because don't have blockbuster videos in Alaska. They did up until just recently. Yeah. Like, like the last one in Alaska closed. Mm-hmm. But up well, until- hmm, I wonder why it closed. Because everybody has the internet. Because of net neutrality laws. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, because they abolish net neutrality. (laughs) Man, those are some hard facts you got there. Mm -hmm. Hard facts. That's right. Can you Um, fax that sheet to me so I can read your hard facts, yeah? Well, well, the, the good thing about net neutrality is now that we have, now that we have it again in California, then everybody in California at least has the ability to uh to get access to our show to where you know in Oregon our show might be you know pushed down the list of search results it might be on page you know 10 when you search natural habitat podcast because Google's going to think that you really meant this right or it may just limit your speeds when attempting to buffer the natural habitat podcast it may yeah. single out you know what maybe you're going to have to you're going to have to pay a few dollars extra a month if you want the natural habitat podcast tier of service yeah and people are like why the fuck would i do that <laughs> now granted God, sure is that is that happening no probably not but could it happen Yes, under Oregon's current lack of regulation. It's basically the Wild West up there. Mm-hmm. You got Ajit Parat or whatever his name was, the FCC just, you know, shooting guns up in the air up there. Firing off pistols into the sky. <laughs> so you're like telling somebody me say, So you're telling me that the the internet that I search is completely different than the internet you search. Uh yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Basically, Mm -hmm. I mean, in a roundabout, very, very roundabout way. (laughs) All the way around about. (laughs) Are you you having to go all the way around your Californian ego? Is is that the kind of roundabout we're talking about here? Uh, Maybe. I don't know what's in the middle of roundabouts. I'm not a fucking... uh, uh, Usually plants of some sort. They don't have those in California. Yes, they do. No, we're in a drought, okay? So maybe be considerate of our water levels, Bill. I know that you don't have to deal with it because you jumped ship to Oregon where there's no net neutrality. But, you know, we, we still have to deal with it. And, and we, we call them traffic circles down here, mm-hmm. okay? It's a little more practical. Thank and you we, very much. And it takes a lot of work to grow our plants and our egos in the middle of traffic circles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... There was there was something that I was gonna talk about about. Come on, pitter patter. Okay, I remember the uh, science with the science show. Yeah, science. We got to play the science theme song again. Good thing I got it queued up already. Right. <laughs> Bill, not the science guy. Science. Bill, 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 Bill. Gonna get Bill. a little science. Bill, 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 
the science theme song. Whoosh, there it is. All right. So um, this documentary, The Most Unknown on Netflix, it, you need to watch this, Bill. It's super dope. Also, Ty, you need to watch this. It's super dope. The most unknown. I huh? feel. I feel like. I feel like you. What is it about? For some reason, I feel like you wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> I like documentaries. It's a documentary about these scientists. And Ugh. yes, <laughs> <laughs> the Hitler one. What? The Hitler science. The Hitler science. Why are you so quiet? What happened? <clears throat> like all of the Hitler science. Like about the Nazi scientists? I don't yeah. know. And then their their crazy ideas. No, trying to like reincarnate or or reanimate corpses and bring like you know zombie warfare to fruition and yeah, and they're, they're try to like the whole grail and 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 artifacts that can help per- project their their further knowledge and scientific um, understanding of how how those kinds of things that Ty was talking about work. No, this isn't about Nazi science. And, 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 uh, 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 wisecracking archaeologists with a whip who who prevents it all from going no, no, down. No, 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 no. Now, now you're just talking about movies. This is Indiana Come Jones on. now. <laughs> no, this is a documentary and it's, there's no Nazis involved, all right? There might be a couple Germans involved, but I don't know their history or lineage. But it's it'll start with like... On Netflix? It'll start, yeah, on Netflix. And it'll be two scientists. So scientist number one meets with scientist number two. Oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. yeah. And they, they talk about their respective fields. So the first one is like a, is like a microbiologist that studies like cells and small life. Mm-hmm. And wee things. Little wee ting, wee things. And then, and then the second guy studies dark matter. And is trying to. That's heavy things. Uh, it's the most heavy. That's uh, well, no. That's uh, I mean, I, no, I don't know if dark matter is like. I think that's just in Futurama. No, dark matter. The the mass of dark matter is one of the the the, the highest known masses to to us. Yeah, it's like fa- 80, we, it's we like don't. We've 80%. never dealt with black matter in our in our atmosphere before black matter is only in space. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a, a technical no. weight of it. We only have a mass for it. No dark matter is also here. Dark matter is, we don't know what it is yet. Mm. And it's, mm. yeah, we, it's, it's implied matter. So the matter isn't, it's there, but it doesn't emit any energy or any light. So we don't have any way of reading it and gathering the information from the matter. So that's what they're trying to do is trying to figure out some sort of machine that reads this. And it's, it's like 80% of, of the universe is dark matter is matter. That's there, but we can't see it. Just like just if we, like air. just like if we didn't, yeah, just like air. Just like if we didn't have a a nose, we wouldn't know that things had odors and smells. We would be completely oblivious to it. So, the thing is that there's also other things out there that we can't experience or sense, and they're trying to prove dark matter. But they'll get together, blah blah blah. You know, I do this, I do that. They'll geek out on it. 
And then scientist number one, you know, leaves. Bye, nice to meet you. And scientist number two goes and meets with scientist number three, who does something else in the field of science that's totally different. He's like, you know, studies your brain or something. And then they, you know, hang out and have some beers and fucking go walk around and go to each other's offices and discuss shit and then move on to the next guy. And what I really like about it is that they'll have one of them will explain what the other one does in their own words. So it's like they'll it's take like, it's like tele, it's like the game of telephone but with scientists. Yeah, but with scientists. So they'll go and spend a day with this scientist and learn all the things that they do and absorb it in a way that we can't because we don't fucking know anything about that shit. We don't know enough to really fully understand it. I don't know, man. If you spend a full day with a scientist and he explains his entire field and the way he thinks about the field, I think you would have a, a, a deep enough understanding to explain it to somebody else. Yeah. See, I would like almost to see, and this is just me, you know, liking weird shit, but I think it would be funny to see what would happen almost like, a, you know, like you said, the game of telephone with, with like somebody that wasn't a scientist or that is incapable of you know like absorbing the facts yeah to where like you see it get passed on and you see this story just become more and more distorted as it gets passed on through these people to the point where it's just <laughs> well, that, well just that's 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 gonna happen in any situation i mean it doesn't matter how intelligent you are and how good you are at retaining knowledge um the the way memory works is every time you remember something you're not remembering the actual incident or the actual knowledge. You're remembering the last time you remembered yeah. right, that but, thing. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I think with scientists, like say, say you gave us, you know, these scientists, you know, like a recipe, like one scientist a recipe. He passes it on to the next, you know, like and so forth and so forth. And then he did the same thing with, you know, non-scientist people or maybe just people that don't, don't have like the same level of. I don't know. I don't want to say like IQ or whatever, or the same appreciation. You know, for some logic sort of some sort of variable from the scientists. I think you know you're going to find that you know if you look at like how far it goes before like the recipe's fucked up. You know, it's going to go a lot farther with the scientists, maybe. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Just because I, I, I don't know about that. Their works. I mean, based I guess it just all comes down to memory, really. I mean, that's I mean, really, we, we could take a bunch of really all you're proving there who are who have very low IQs but have been baking their whole lives who would do that and not mess it up at all down a line of like 20 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I guess. So, 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 so it's not, it has nothing to do with intelligence or IQ. It all has to do with the per, a, a individual concern for retaining and or passing on any type of knowledge to someone else. Yeah. So I mean, so, some of the most smartest people are 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 what like on the spectrum. So, you know, look at how well they can retain certain aspects of certain knowledge, and you now, know, now there's different a, aspects of other knowledge. Now there's a game. Take a bunch right. of take a bunch of autistic people and people like different, like some autistic, some Aspergers, just some old some old school Downsies, and have them play a game of telephone. See how far they make it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They might, I mean, they might make it pretty far. They might. Yeah. Um, they might make it further than we probably could. 
yeah. I have a shoddy ass memory. Won't lie, especially short term. Oh yeah, mine's terrible. But I think all of all three of our memories are probably greatly impacted by by the amount of pot we smoke. Excuse me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to sit and have that argument. Short term memory loss is real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He said, "Excuse me," because he forgot what you said. Yeah. He immediately <laughs> forgot. <laughs> it left his head. Um. At least I sure hope my memory loss is, is caused by all the weed I smoke. Otherwise, like, I have something else going on. I should probably did you see get a, a doctor. Did you, did you, like, were you rough on your body as a child? No, just just rough on my body through through drug use. And <laughs> yeah, through well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just as bad as being rough on your body. Like, I don't know. Pro- I, I, I want to say my short-term memory loss, but a lot of my long-term memory loss, I think, is involved with uh, the amount of car accidents I've been in. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I've never really been in a car accident, but I've smoked weed like every single day for like 20 years close to now, which is crazy, Uh-oh. I think. Police are here. They heard me say that. They're like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, what was that weed wasn't lead 20 years ago. We're going <laughs> to retroactively arrest you. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. That's that definitely a thing perfect. in today's world. Yeah but, uh, yeah, but it definitely does something to your memory. And... Uh, I got a, I got a concussion when I was younger, and I think that might have messed up with my my memory. Gave me what is it like CDE or whatever? Something like that. Yeah. CT CTE. Yeah. CTE, CDTEE. Well, um, all this memory loss talk reminds me that I need to call Starbucks. Oh huh. yeah. 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 Right. That's right. <laughs> we got to call Starbucks. What, what was this guy's name? Mark. Pete. Well, his name is Mark. Uh, Mark. Let me get this pulled on. All right. So, I think the only uh, the only menu options are to continue in English. Press nine. Press nine. All right, what's our uh, what's what's our angle today? Oh, we had a good one. We discussed like um. Oh yeah, we're supposed to play the audio of Mark. What? Right? <laughs> oh shit! I hadn't even heard that one. I wanted to take the audio of Mark and and then ask the new person, "Hey, do you recognize this voice?" And then play it. That seems like a lot of work. We'll do that next time. We'll save it for next time. Let's just try to be nice this time. We're closed for the holidays, but we'd appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Close for the holidays. Close for Labor Day. Oh, man. Oh, shit. It's fucking Labor Day, and we didn't even talk about it. Today's the Labor Day episode. Welcome to Labor Day, everybody. Yeah. Um, where we uh, we appreciate people that work. Is that what it is? Like <laughs> Labor Day. Is it like Labor, 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 started, Labor Day? Labor Day was started by the labor unions um, in recognition of people who did physical labor okay. for for the nation, essentially. And they're like, hey, bud, take the day off. Yeah. It's Labor Day. Yeah, pretty much. I appreciate it. I work hard with my body. Yeah, so Labor Day. That's why yeah. you're off today and we're doing the podcast on Monday. 
Yeah. It all, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> to watch to watch this all dawn upon you. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's kinda like it's kinda like if Jeff Goldblum was explaining something to you. <laughs> Did Slowly you guys... realizing as it goes along, you're like, wait. Oh. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Did you guys see the new uh, the new episode of Hot Ones with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, and his little his little you know all the his little nibbles. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it, Ty? See what the Hot Ones episode with Jeff Goldblum? No, I don't think so. Do you watch Hot Ones? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. It's a Hot it's, Wing show. It, where they do like the oh yeah yeah I've seen that not not with Jeff Goldblum though yeah there was one that just came out with him and it was really good I bet he killed it the, the ending where he it. asked him yeah. to judge the sure sauces he, he killed it yeah they I mean, had he to knows, montage it out wait I'm actually gonna play that <laughs> I'm gonna play the part where he where he rates all the sauces I'm curious how long he was there doing it dude dude and uh. Well, he doesn't half-ass shit. No, you know, Jeff Goldblum all. puts 110 no, into everything. No, no, the show had to montage it into like a three-minute, four-minute. Yeah, that's because he's going to give you, See, you know, yeah, he's three to four hours worth of footage no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he told them, uh, he tells Sean Evans at one point, he was like, he was like, you're like, you're a beautiful human being and I wouldn't think of anywhere that I would want to be than right here, right now. And it yeah. was like, it's just so like... I mean, Jeff Goldblum, like, he's Jeff fucking Gold. He's on my shirt right now. Like, he's Jeff Goldblum. Is he? Let me and, see. And for Jeff Goldblum to, to say something. Well, Goldblum? Yeah. So for Jeff Goldblum to, to say that to, to you, I mean, imagine that you're doing some show. Like, if we had Jeff Goldblum in here on this podcast for some fucking god-awful reason we were at that level, <laughs> then... He uh, right. And if he was like, I couldn't think of anywhere that I would rather be than right here on this show. You guys are amazing people. That'd be dope. What's on your shirt, Ty? Uh, heavyweight champion or former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson. What's on your shirt, All right. Bill? Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool, Mike Tyson, and Jeff Goldblum. It already has it in it. I'm sure there's plenty. Believe you me. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, this is the wait last a minute. One. Last Mike Tyson read, has I'm not going to be part about of him, the huh? Wall of Shame. Yeah. I'm already, as soon as I take yeah. a bite, I'm, I'm not. You're across the finish line. I've made the Adrian, yo, Adrian. I did it. Okay. Can you hear that, Bill? Yeah. Him and his little bitch bites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the new every season. So some of these hot sauces <laughs> are going to be retired. Really? Before... We send them off to pasture. I think we give them the tribute that they deserve. Okay. I'd love for you to go down the line and rate each one of these hot sauces on a scale from zero to ten gold blooms. Yes, yes. Taking season six Listen to the music. style. Let's start with the Howler Monkey. Howler Monkey. I give that shake well. I like shake well. I give that ten out of ten gold blooms. That's as high as you can go. Very, very good. Ten out of ten gold Oh, I like this really. I like the way that comes out. I like the whole thing. Ontario, Canadian, ten gold blooms. Pirate's Lantern. I am the Pirate King. And it is, it is a glorious thing to be a Pirate King. The pirate King, ten gold blooms out of a possible ten gold blooms. I select like that art from the comics. Ten gold blooms out of a possible ten gold blooms. Los Calientes. I love all peoples of the world. 
We're all, after all, living on a little planet. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed the cutting room floor was just covered with like covered with gold. Like garlic. Uh -huh. Sounds sexy to me. Covered Ten with gold blooms on the cutting room floor because they I was Humphrey Bogart. Couldn't have this thing as three or four hours. Things and manly men. Ten don't come seven fast, but ten dolphins. Oh, the bomb. Of course, I don't know why da has an apostrophe after it. It's is something being left out of there, like oh. chock full of nuts. This is a, a scary clown, of course, with the har harlequin print. I've always wanted a harlequin print. I've always wanted to be a harlequin printed something. Ten goldworms out of a possible ten goldworms. Well, this is the last, the last dab redux. This is your, this is your thing. First we feast. I wouldn't have known that had I not paid attention to some of the fine print. Well, this of course gets eleven goldworms. The only time I've ever given that. Congratulations out of a possible ten goldworms. Eleven goldworms. Well, if Jeff, if I had like a hot sauce, like I would want him to rate it now. I'd want to know how many hot gold blooms my hot sauce is, because he just like created like you know the whole ranking system, which is probably the industry standard in the hot sauce yeah. world now. Fuck the Scoville scale. Nobody cares about that. It's all about how many gold blooms you got. Yeah, I mean, like if my if my hot sauce had eleven gold blooms, I'm fucking. That's it's it's gonna mm -hmm. be front and center on the packaging. Um. That uh, that actually reminded me of. I have this idea for uh, for uh, for a for a pizza delivery self defense class that that I that I'm thinking about teaching. You know how they do uh, master classes? Yeah. I'm thinking about doing a master class for pizza delivery self defense, and you know, just like ways to ways to 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 shuck and jive. Is that wait? Is that good or bad? <laughs> I feel like that's just bad. It's like a con man thing. Ways to, you know, get yourself out of these hairy situations. And, you know, one of them is like a hot, like a hot pizza to the face. That's an easy one. You know, if yeah. you have a pizza, that's a weapon pretty much. Um, if you don't have a pizza, the empty bags can be used as nunchucks. Like, like in a sort of swinging around kind of fashion. Yeah. And you can wrap up, you know, guns, swords, fists, anything that kind of comes at you. You could do like a whipping Bruce Lee kind of motion and that'll just okay. that'll just wrap them up um, this one which is actually actually very practical is that you keep most of your money in one pocket and a little bit of money in the other pocket and if you get robbed you give them a little bit of money and you go there's all my money <laughs> and it's all folded up with like a bunch of receipts and shit and uh, what if they pat you down and then they they catch you in the lie and then they're really mad? Oh, then you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Then it's uh, see, I, I I don't keep money in my wallet for the most part. Cash doesn't stay in my wallet; it stays in another pocket, so I could just hand over my wallet. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, but again, what if what if you're dealing with a thorough robber here? He who, wants to pat me down. I'll, I'll, I'll kick him in the nuts. Take his gun. <laughs> I mean, you start pushing this class around. The robbers start hearing through the grapevine that oh, you know, I have to start being more thorough. There's this master class out there that's giving people mm -hmm. the these you know tricks of the trade when it comes master to shakedowns and robbery. Yeah, and you know if you if you get to that situation to so where he does start searching your pockets, then the next step would be to you know they tell they tell a lot of women. Uh, if you're getting raped, not to yell rape, to yell fire. Have you guys heard this? Yeah. 
because I guess nobody cares about people want to see a fire. People don't want to see a rape. Yeah, they're like, I don't want to. I don't want to get involved in that. Like you know, but a fire, people love fire. So, um, if you are getting robbed and if they if it gets in that situation, then you start yelling fire. You don't yell that you're getting raped or you start a fire. I mean, why not? Yell fire. Why not take it a step further and like yell something that like people really want to see? Like, yeah, maybe people want to see a fire more than a rape, sure. But do people want to see a fire more than they want to see, say, like, what's something that like people really want to see? Like, a fire. Well, I, I'm, I'm thinking like. Maybe maybe like a baby zebra. Like, hey guys, there's a baby zebra over yeah, here. Yeah, like babies, I would probably go over there. Um, Bruno Mars is very popular with most people. Most people at least like Bruno Mars. You go, hey, it's freaking Bruno Mars. Like, yeah. people are gonna probably like. I'd probably run over there and be like, oh shit, is it really Bruno Mars? Even just to see here in Paso. Even just to see, so I could tell people like, yeah, I saw Bruno Mars over here, but I'm not really into. It. I don't really yeah, care. Like, uh, I think uh, you know maybe easy easy e like easy e and he's not dead yeah or or even maybe dead easy e like if you could if they like dug him up and there was a viewing of his dead body in like its decayed state like for science but it also happened to be easy e I'd want to see that I mean he'd have to be pretty well preserved yeah, well that's the point is he's not long, he's like mostly going to be bones just bones and aids. <laughs> The whole Do pile AIDS of stay AIDS in the bone? AIDS in the bone marrow. AIDS dust. AIDS dust. <laughs> oh, well, shit. AIDS mm-hmm. <laughs> Should be the title of this episode, AIDS dust. AIDS dust. I think it's a perfect way to end it. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to uh, throw in? No, I think we're we're pretty well well covered with AIDS dust. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's gross. AIDS dust. Don't get it confused with your nest quick. Oh. Do do we want to talk about the new opportunity that you got, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do that. So how how did this how did this happen? You posted it online that you got a gig for this uh for this TV show that's doing ghost hunting. How did this come about? Um <clears throat> so for shits and giggles, when I first moved up here. I joined a bunch of like Portland acting groups on Facebook. Um, you know, just in case there's ever a gig that I thought I might be able to float and get some money off of or, you know, whatever. So this guy says he's doing a ghost hunting pilot and he wants, you know, looking for people to do it. So I nonchalantly reply. This is probably the first time I ever replied to one of these, rep- these posts. Yeah. And, and I say, um, I'd be doing. I've been doing what me and my friends call spooky dooring for quite a few years. Uh, I do urban exploring essentially, and uh, I'm sensitive to otherworldly beings. Um, he re- he responds fairly promptly and says, "Well, cool. Let's get talking." So I call him. We talk. Um, essentially, he asked me to be a cameraman and walk around with uh, a few items of the equipment and the camera. So, oh shit! Now, yeah, would those items uh, include all of, or at least some of these, the following: a proton pack, nay, 
<laughs> oh, I can't even think of it. That's it? Yeah, I was going to go with the whole, um, the whole Ghostbusters bit, but I can't think of the other things they had. What was the trap? The, the trap that they would throw on the ground and then... Uh, that was called the, um, the, what was that called? The, the box? Floor trap, the floor trap the, thing. The yeah. box. It was called the floor box. I digress. The, the toss and. But that's really sweet. Like. Uh, yeah. They, they've got like EMF readers and a couple of other equipments that the camera I'll be using is some like, they have some new crazy HD night vision all in one little camera. Yeah. So, um, I'll be on screen cameraman, just like, uh, in that ghost hunting show. What's that dude's name? Somebody compared me to him online. I can't remember his name. I know the one you're talking about, but how um, there's like, how there's actual cameraman and then there's on screen cameraman that are like, I'm here filming this. Yeah. Right. It's like, and then there's if the, you're the cameraman who, who's filming you and why are they there? I think, I think I might, I think I will be one of two cameramen. I think there will be somebody without the night vision, and I'll be the one that has the night vision. You should um, push really hard to be like the snarky, wisecracking cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> Always has a one-liner. Yeah, that, that would be funny. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, the the only research I've, I've I the only information I've been given on both the people I'll be doing this with and the place I'll be doing this with is very, very loose. Um, many years prior, me and Mikey have done a lot of the spooky dooring. We've talked about it on the podcast. Uh, we've gone to graveyards and places we thought were haunted and spooky shit and blah, blah. Yeah. So going with these people that I'm used to going with and having traditions and just the way that we respect things, it's going to be interesting to be showing up to the area or the, the, the building or property with these people for the first time meeting them. Yeah. One of them is a witch. So I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a wide spectrum. That is a it's going to be a white girl that um, she's into Renaissance fair. She listens to Fleetwood Mac. She's got a lot of jewelry. She's going to have a lot of jewelry. A lot of silver shit. jewelry. Probably a lot of jade. There's a lot of there's a lot. I mean, there's Asians. It, it, there's a huge demographic. Of she might have so could, her hair dyed black. All that's going to be a possibility. The house was built in 1890, and I cannot find literally nay information on the house. See, that's what I think that it's a fake house that that they that they brought in from Hollywood and built it to look old. And there's a well, bunch no, of I, I there's the, a bunch I, of I, like I know, the, I know where the house is. I've driven by it numerous times. Now, since I mean, obviously, you're a fit, you're going to be a fake camera guy. Like, what else on the show is going to be fake? Do you know, like, or could the whole thing just be fake? Like, I mean, many reality shows are just completely, like, it's just, you just go to some house and they're like, oh, this is reportedly okay. haunted. See, well, and maybe you're well, not it, even it, in on it. Maybe they're to, pulling to me, like a... To me, I believe what this is going to be is a ghost hunting show, not a ghost investigation show. So the difference between the two is the ghost hunting show is the fact that we might be trying to prove or produce some type of evidence of otherworldly existence. Yeah. As opposed to the latter, which involves you trying to 
disprove the fact of otherworldly existence. Well, how would you possibly disprove it? I mean, there, there's, I mean, you can't really disprove anything. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I can't I guess, disprove God. I mean, I, I probably could. I guess it would be more I, like know, more like debunking, speaking. like debunking right. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that to where people are like, oh, I heard this spooky noise, and they're like, well, in the middle of the night when it gets right. cold. Like, so, this so with a ghost investigation, yeah. the narrative is there's no such thing as ghosts. Versus like a ghost hunting show, the narrative is like, hey, let's there's get ghosts. Those ghosts. Yeah, we're gonna yes. find them and we're gonna talk to yes. them and like that kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. See, because uh, I was listening to. Um, I was listening to, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast the other day with this guy, Banachek, who's like mm-hmm. an old magician from back in the day. And he like taught all these magicians, all these tricks and shit and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he was talking about how he's been approached by a couple of these shows to, you know, create illusions that would play out on screen and he doesn't do it but he knows of people that there's like two like mentalists or you know uh like i think they're called mentalists because they just you know mess with your head and fucking create illusions and get information from you without you knowing that you gave it to him and shit like that and he said that he knows for a fact that there's people that have worked on multiple shows like this where they'll have these ghost hunters come through. They don't know that this illusionist is involved. He's way behind the scenes and he's making things happen so that they experience it and it's something that they can't explain. Much like, you know, if you see a guy bend a fucking nail in front of your face, you can't explain it, but there's a way that he did it. So it's that kind of thing. And it so happens I, a lot, I guess. Yeah, that that kind of thing does happen a lot. Um, but this is a small production. This is just a dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what has me excited about doing this. Is 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 it's not a show. This isn't something that is already happening. This is an idea. Mm. This is a pilot show. Um, so essentially, a pilot being. This is our video. He'll take it around to different local people or a web series, possibly. I don't know what his true intentions with it are. But he's going to try to pick up a series, a six-episode, a 12-episode series with the pilot. Yeah. Um, To my knowledge, when I hooked up with this group, we still... The place... There was nowhere we were going yet. So they were still looking for the place. So when I came into this part to part of this group, it all became it's a work in progress kind of a thing. Yeah. So I got information on where it was and when we were doing it as soon as he got information, because I I asked prehand, you know, I said part of being an urban explorer is the fact that I like to understand where I'm going. Yeah. Get the history of it. I need to know history. I need to physically know where it is so I can have some kind of comfortability while I'm there beforehand. You know, it's just, it's part of the way I do things. So I was given information on who it was and, and how to get a hold of them. And the only thing I've gotten out of him so far is the house was last sold before he bought it earlier. This year was last sold in 87. Um, I cannot find any previous information about it period i can't even find blueprints 
or um, I can find what's, what sectioning of land it is for the area, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Period. Um, the guy has given me very little information about when the house was built and the amount of rooms in the house plus the outbuildings. Uh, the research I've done in on the individual, he seems to be a highfalutin poker player individual. Um, so it seems like he has money. I don't know if maybe some dead prostitutes, you know, I don't, but then again, to, to, to public knowledge, the house was last bought a year ago. Yeah. So the current resident has no true history or knowledge of what could possibly have happened there. Um, I, I can't find any knowledge on the people who previously lived there. So that doesn't allow me to get any knowledge of what they might have known of the house. Well, it's just the beginning. So what, what makes you think that there's ghosts there? It's um, just an old creepy place. Or, it's an old house, and or do the new some, owners? Yeah, like is there a, like somebody report? New owners might feel or oh, have okay. brought up. Like I said, I've I've only gotten one or two texts from the owner, and I've only had a very short conversation with the producer about this. I'd be curious, yeah, like what what brought them? To, you know, like maybe yeah. maybe there's so, so like on, a at this point, I'm doing my own backhand research on the property, the structure. Um, the neighborhood, the area, the crime, all of that. Um, in fact, the building um, for its crime report uh, is zero. Zero crime reported within the last 15 to 20 years. It may be dead in the center of town, but where it is, it's kind of like... Like a, like a dead zone? That almost seems too too good to be true. Yeah, right? It seems, no like, it seems like the history so you, of this house driving, has been erased. You'll be like in the middle of like a shitty part of town, right? And then you like turn off on this little road and you go about three or four blocks and all of a sudden you're in a giant open field that looks like country. Okay. And then that goes for maybe the rest of three quarters of the block and then other little houses start. Is there is there There's a noticeable farm. drop in temperature when you enter the, the house? <laughs> I'm I, I'm excited to have that conversation with you on the next podcast. There's like questions that I want to know. Like, am I trying to be funny? I'm like legitimately curious. You no, know? no, no. Yeah, these are these are all things that will will be act, um, actually measured and recorded via you know different devices. I'll be going in with a thermometer and a watch myself mm -hmm. um, to keep my own records on those specific items. I doubt it would be you, but I could see there being one person on the project who's like, you know, like kind, kind of trying to like stir the pot and like make you guys, oh, I think I hear something, guys. Oh, did you guys feel that? Or like skewing some numbers and being like, oh, I, I was in here and it said 72 for a second. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, might, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I have done that when me and Mikey and, you know, when we used to yeah, do Yeah, I think stuff, we all have. Yeah. We, we would be standing there and somebody would say, oh, what was that noise? And they, they would fucking like throw a rock behind their back mm -hmm. and i yeah. mean it's dark so you can barely see people three feet away from you anyways so they throw a rock it lands 20 feet off on the side of the road everybody goes oh my god yeah. <laughs> building i mean you know but you do that because you're hanging out with friends and goofing around right, yeah i mean you're on a serious project you don't want to be the one person with you know moving the thing on the ouija board yeah there's a witch there so it's going to be ouija board yeah rules. i bet you it's witch this going to be the witch chick for sure like yeah you should ask her <laughs> never mind <laughs> all right everybody <laughs> well that's uh -oh. awesome no we ain't ending on that that's awesome what do you want to ask the witch no i don't want to ask her it 
I changed my mind. What is it, Mikey? I don't want her to hear this. What if you're like, I have a podcast, and then she's like, oh, let's, I'm going to listen to it. Well, we actually talked about the thing before oh, shit. I did yeah, it. Yeah, we already kind of did put her on blast. I'm sorry, Wiccan, Wiccan, Wiccan. goddess. I'm sure that's what she wants to be called, like a goddess. Is she called the wicked goddess of? Are you um, backpedaling in fear of a spell or or a hexing? No, I'm still making fun of her. Yeah, (laughs) we're not serious. (laughs) 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 But uh, the wicked witch of the west is what we should call her. The wicked witch of the west. Mm -hmm. Or I'll accept that. Wicked west, (laughs) y'all. Wicked, wicked west, (laughs) y'all. <laughs> that's my new fucking. That's my new my new tagline for when we're done with the podcast. Wicken Wicken West, y'all, for the whole Halloween season. Yeah. Wicken Wicken. Boo. Natural habitat recordings.